Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071 everything entertainment. In case you're just joining us for hour three, you may have missed the fact that Steve is obsessed with a uh, video from Delta's CEO. It's a video series, but go ahead. Oh, it's a whole series. Mm. Yeah, okay. One off. Oh, I see. So this is what you're watching. Ed Bastian is the chief executive officer of Delta Airlines. Full disclosure, no, they do not pay me to talk about any of this. I do have a Delta Amex card. What of it? I find his welcome videos, just like I, you know, there are other airlines, Southwest Airlines, they do a very funny safety presentation. But his welcome videos, when he comes on, their music selection is on point. (laughs) Oh, no. And then now there's this. always like a lens flare. There's a little sunbeam that hits in the back. Okay. They're showing you hangars where they keep Delta planes. And then they're showing you more recently places where we're connecting again. Mm. We're traveling again with the sure. places and people that make us feel alive. And it is so moving. well done. Yeah, yes. It is moving. It in. is moving. Thank you for saying that, Donna. It is moving. I love it. Are yeah. they pumping in some type of odorless marijuana? Through the ventilation system, uh-huh. so you can yeah. be very happy about let, this. It's let me that tell you. subliminal advertising. I experience the sweetest of highs when I am on the plane and I'm heading into the sky, but I just watched this video on my phone, not even in a seatback entertainment center, mm. and still I, found it deeply invigorating. Can I tell you who you remind me of? I'm getting shades <laughs> of 2015, a young toddler was obsessed with a personal injury lawyer in Louisiana named Morris Bart. <laughs> and so her mom and dad, uh, or his mom and dad, excuse me, threw him a Morris Bart-themed birthday party. So before he could walk or talk, every time the Morris Bart commercial would come on, he would become fixated. You couldn't talk to him. You couldn't do anything with him. He would just stare at the TV. This is what you have become. I we could call that. your name. We could give you a toy. You know, we could say, do you want a treat? <laughs> to throw it across the yard. Yep. Steve's just fixated on this Ed Bastion video. First of all, videos <laughs> and compliment accepted. Okay. Do you fly Delta, Donna? Have you flown Delta? Yes, but I prefer, if I'm being honest, 
Sun Country. Thank you. Listen, and that's fine. To each his own. There are mon- Sun Country is a great airline. We love them. Delta's okay? a great airline, too. I think that Del- Delta is our airline. It straight shots us to a lot of the destinations that we need to get to. But there, it, it, what I'm saying is objective fact. This is not my opinion. It is objective fact that Delta's welcome videos... They're better than anybody else's because of the romanticism. Donna, you know how I feel romantic about parts of my life. Not kissy romantic, but you know, where it's just like I'm making it into something perhaps more beautiful than it really is. What they do with their travel video, the music. Were you guys even listening to the music that I was playing during the Ed Bastion video? Because you're playing it off your phone. Yeah. It was incredible. It was incredible. It's so well It actually chosen. sounded very tinny and, and on and, the high end of the register, and I was annoyed immediately. Yeah, me too. Okay, then, Don, homework for you right yeah, now. Could right. you please go to YouTube right now okay. and Ed Bastion safety video? Because if we need to hear it so that everybody can hear it at high quality yes. and actually lean into the music and his voice, his voice, ladies and gentlemen. Of Is the it, jury. Uh, which one would you like? It should just try like Ed Bastion safety video 2017. <laughs> Okay. So safety? You want the safety one? Do you see Ed? I do see uh, choices. It says Ed Bastion Delta. Safety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, give that one a whirl. Yep. Safety. Okay. Full volume. Listen to the music. Okay. And pretend. Pretend you just buckled up. I'm Ed Bastion, the new CEO of Delta Airlines. You sure are. I'm honored to be part of our team of dedicated professionals. Our unwavering commitment is to your safety, to delivering thoughtful service, innovative products, and unparalleled reliability, putting you, our customers, at the forefront of everything we do. Crescendo of the music. Crescendo. Our people are the Delta difference. We are 80,000 strong, and we are Delta proud. Yes. No, you know what That's going to be my first tag, Delta proud? This is a company hoo-ha meeting where everybody meets in the conference room or the auditorium. They have a drone shot at the end of the everybody's forming the Delta symbol as people. But they're all from central casting. That's what we really know. Right, Steve? Listen, Don. I'm not here to defend the casting practices of Delta or any other company <laughs> Those right aren't now. real employees. Maybe the first five. How dare you? Because <laughs> who's working? Who's working the flights of all those people? <laughs> Do you know how many people are probably 000. tweeting this guy right now and saying, oh my gosh, you are Sadly, getting so much free airtime and recognition <sighs> on this radio station. And I'm going to get a talking to tomorrow because I got a meeting with the boss. And he's going to be like, why are you doing a 30-minute infomercial about Delta and Ed Bastion? They're not paying to be a part of this program. I'm sorry, guys. I want to apologize publicly for speaking from my heart. And, Ed, if you're out there, I would love to have you as a guest on the Donna and Steve no, show. And let me be clear, oh, Ed. No, Ed. Let me be clear, Ed. This would be a segment that my co-host Donna Valentine would gladly step out and get a coffee or three. (laughs) She doesn't want to be a part of it. She doesn't have to be a part of it. You sit me down with you. We will have a bed of music that is very similar to some of the beds of music that you have chosen in your Delta Welcome videos. And we will talk. We'll talk about travel, about connecting. 
Now, do you want to hear Morris Bart? Because I have him. Yeah, let's bring up Morris Bart, the attorney. If you were injured in a car wreck, call us now. Do what the people of New Orleans have been doing for years. Call 525-8000. One call, that's all. (laughs) He's no Mike Bryant, I'll tell you that right now. Well, and I grew up with attorney Edgar Snyder in western Pennsylvania who said, there's no fee unless we get money for you. And he would put his big go-go gadget finger right at the lens of the camera. He's a legend in Pittsburgh. Well, I grew Attorney up with Edgar Crazy Snyder. Eddie, whose prices are insane. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's fun to be alive. <laughs> now, okay. we're going to take a break. Okay. When we come back, we will get to what I wanted to get to. Oh, really? Actors who okay. decided to walk away from really cushy gigs as a negotiating power play. They said, You didn't show me the money? And I'm in a walk. We'll tell you who had the cojones to do just that. When we return, Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. You know what we should do, Steve? What is it? We should remind people about listener rewards this month. Some good stuff. What do we have? Well, we've got tickets to see comedian Liza Schlesinger at Mystic Showroom. We've got gift cards to Zero Gravity. We've got a set of AirPods up for grabs. All sorts Sweet. of stuff. Yeah, so just check them out. And listener rewards are on our, um, on our app or at mytalk1071.com. Okay. Absolutely, Donna. Thank Thanks, you for Steve. that. Steve. Thanks for having me. I have a list of actors who were fired or quit because mm-hmm. their raise was denied. You know when we encourage our friends hey you walk in there and you <laughs> yeah. tell them that you want that raise and if not yeah. you walk well you the raise often gets denied kudos for asking and it doesn't happen to just us celebs too terrence howard played tony stark's pal Rhodey in iron man iron man and had a deal for two more movies already in place i did not know that But he says that they only offered him a fraction of the salary that they had promised, Mm. which ain't cool. So he walked. Don Cheadle took over the role. Terrence Howard, for what it's worth, blamed Bob Downey Jr. for pushing him out. Oh, no, really? Mm. Well, that makes me feel bad. I like him so much. How do you, how do you, how, how can they promise a salary? And then... I'll tell you how. Only give you a fraction of it. This is why you got to get stuff in writing, right, gang? This is what they do. Okay. They say things like, hey, you're going to make so much more money than you were making on last movie, and we're going to you know, take good care of you. And then you come in and you go, that's not the more money than I was making on the last movie. And they go, oh, no, but on the backside or endorsements or, mm. you know, that's how you're going to make more money. Yes. Speaking from experience. No. Sounds like it's close to home. Not at all. But I think that's, you know, they try to entice you. <laughs> Speaking in generic terms. Of course, they. Listen, you've been actively looking for a job while on the air all morning. Huh? I'm just, oh, no. I'm talking in generic terms. That's what they do. They go, oh, but the potential to make so much more money is there. Right. 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 Not to mention, you know, just being a part of this movie. Sure, the salary might not be what we told you it would be, but imagine what this is doing for your profile. Correct. Yeah. Hilary Duff, she was at the height of her fame when the Lizzie McGuire movie was released way back in 2003, 19 years ago. Oh, but wow. Hillary's mom and her legal team 
tried to play a little hardball during negotiations for a sequel to the movie and for a continuation of the television series that it was based on. Turns out Disney did not want to play, so they walked. So there you got Lizzie McGuire's mom and legal team saying, hey, the movie was a success. The TV show that it was based on, a success. We've got all the leverage in the world. Let's go now. They go into Disney and say, we need more money if we're going to do this, to which Disney evidently says, We've got another teen girl who's about to launch a show. We're good. You served your purpose. Fourth of the price, bless her. Correct. Yep. Both Grace Park and Daniel Day Kim quit Hawaii Five O because they weren't being paid as much as their co-stars Scott Kahn and Alex O'Laughlin. That's a that's a common set of tension, I think, in the world of acting. What's the one that we heard a few years ago? Mark Wahlberg and Academy Award winner. Michelle Williams. There you go. Remember, there were the reshoots. Mark Wahlberg had worked into his contract. If there are reshoots, I get another million dollars. Right. Because Kevin Spacey got kicked off. Right? Was that it that film? same movie? I don't know if that was that same movie that you... I think you might be confusing two movies, or I'm oh, yeah? confused. I thought that's why they had to reshoot. Christopher Plummer came in. Yeah. He took that over this, the Kevin Spacey oh, okay. role. Yes, yes, yes. You're, I think you're right. I think yeah. I'm wrong. There's another celebrity that got canceled that you really liked. What, Kevin Spacey? Yeah. Oh, so what? You like a guy in Fred Claus and also Usual Suspects, <laughs> and suddenly you're guilty by association? I didn't say anything. In 1980, Suzanne Summers left Three's Company because they refused to pay her as much as John Ritter Jenny Lee Harrison was brought in to replace her. Yeah, it was never the same. Yeah. Yeah. Robert Duvall. Here's another actor. We're talking about actors who were fired or quit because their raise was denied. Robert Duvall refused to return for the third Godfather movie because of how much Al Pacino was making. Duvall later said he would have been fine with Pacino making twice as much, but it was actually two, three, or four times more. Oh, wow. So he was just like, I don't mind making wow. less. I may, I mind making this much less. It's interesting. Huh. Jonah Hill. Mm-hmm. He was in talk to play the Riddler in the Batman. Oh. But he wanted $10 million. Twice what Robert Pattinson was making to play Batman. Hmm. Yeah, that's really... Delusions of grandeur. I would say, yeah. The negotiations broke down. Paul Dano took the part. How about this one? Do you remember this at all? Marvel fans might. Hugo Weaving played the Red Skull in Captain America, the first Avenger. And like Terrence Howard, he had a three-picture deal, but he didn't like what Marvel was offering for the last two Avengers. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. There's movies, so he walked. And Red Skull was done through CGI and voiced by another actor. Oh, wow. Wow. Some of these actors had these three picture deals. Yes. And it seems like they then didn't like what was happening. Mike, is it because the, like in Hugo Weaving's case, Captain America, the first Avenger, was so successful that then the terms that he had previously negotiated for the other two movies seemed to pale in comparison to the box office hall that these movies were doing? Maybe that's it. What I love is they're like, okay, I quit. And then the producers are like, okay, so, no problem. We've got computers to replace you. True. You need to be, you need to tread carefully mm-hmm. in a, in a, what's your negotiating tactic, tactic that you've employed? I don't have one. You've been self-represented. You never had an agent, right? I've had lawyers. Yes. Oh, lawyers. Yeah. They're like good. entertainment lawyers. Yeah. Yeah. Good cop, bad cop, baby. You play the good cop, and then they come in and say, you have any idea how good my client is? Correct. You have any idea the kind of heat that she's getting across the street? She will walk. That's right. I'm walking here. Look at here. Yeah, you wonder, though, Terrence Howard, I mean, he did get, what was the movie, Empire, on Fox? So he, he landed on his feet. That show was real. Remember how hot Empire was? Oh, my yes. gosh. It was huge. A few years, it was just all the talk. I, I hardly ever even saw the show, but I remember Cookie. Remember, Cookie yeah, was Taraji, a thing, right? Yeah, Yes, Taraji P. Henson, yes. But hey, kudos to them for... I think they say the strongest thing in a negotiation is just being able to walk. Not to say, hey, I've got other company that wants me, but when... Because then then it's a little a tete-a-tete where they, they can play a different sort of a game. But if, no matter your industry, if your other option is... Nothing? I'm just going to step away for a little bit. That's tough. Yeah. I you mean, know, you need to have leverage. You need to have leverage. And sometimes the leverage of saying, I'll just step away for a little bit. Or I've baked you, you know? this fresh baked pie. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dawn's tactic. Yeah, I like it. That's her tactic. Really I just good. so happened to make this strudel this morning. <laughs> We're negotiating today. What? I forgot all about it. A little bit of flour. Sorry, I just got done doing all those podcasts. That's funny. So if we smell baked goods in the office, <laughs> Don's talking to management. That's right. <laughs> oh, right. that was fun. All right, guys, I'm out of here. No, Steve, you have a story about songs you didn't know that were written about celebrities. Oh, yeah, this is kind of fun. It's not wait. a throwback Thursday yet, but we'll make it a music Tuesday. It'll be fun. Maybe we'll, we'll play a guessing game. We will indeed. Right. That when we return, Don and Steve. Hey, good morning. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Producer Don McLean hanging with us today. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. I feel like I need to issue an apology. You probably do. I'm putting together the podcast and listening to a little bit from hour two during the commercial <laughs> break. And as I sort of scrub through yeah. and hear different parts, especially the latter half of hour two, there is a lot of... Ed Bastian talk, CEO of Delta. And there's a lot of me trying to win you guys over. And 
it just became, I just sort of became aware of it, I feel like. Yeah, I'm afterwards. putting that in the replay, too. Because so oh, yeah. I'm kind of down from my high now, you know? Like, I was all jacked sure. up. I felt like I could have done, like, maxed out on my bench press mid-Ed Bastion talk. Yeah. And I don't know. You're regretting it. Yeah, remember we talked I'm about that little thing it. called self-awareness? I'm regretting it. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just down now. We do have a few emails. I don't in support because this could jack me back up. Allison said, "Airplane talk is riveting." Oh yeah, she Hitting. had the subject line, "My talk where talk was fun." <laughs> oh, then we have, um, oh boy, uh, Tony. Mm. She agrees with you. She only flies Delta. Then Let we get Mary, though. who's just not loving you. She said, well, she still loves you, but Steve needs to get back into TV. Seems like he doesn't really care about his job. (gasps) Whoa. Wow. Holy cow. Thanks for reading that one out loud, Donna. Wow. On the fly. My bad. Mary, why don't you cool your jets? Okay, here's one to cleanse the palate. Michelle says, have you flown Delta Dawn? Ah! What's that flower you have on? It's That's a song, what people Steve. sing to me anytime they're a little bit of men of a certain age go, Delta Dawn, what's that flower you got on? Could it be a, a faded rose from days gone by? She knows it. It's a song. Who sang, who sang that song? Well, Vicki Lawrence, but Tanya Tucker. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Really? Well, let's stay in the music lane, okay. shall we? Let's do, do, you want me to, do, do you want me to make it official? <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, you can do that. It's time to talk music. There you go. Okay. (laughs) We don't get the full intro because it's later in the show. There was a list that came out of uh, songs that have been inspired by other famous people. These are 10 songs that have been written with a specific celebrity in mind. Okay. So I'll tell you the song and the artist who sang it. Okay. And then see if you can identify the celebrity that the song was written about. Okay. Let's start with the song Love This Song. Dude, or Dude Looks Like a Lady, by Aerosmith. I think that is about Steven Tyler. No, it's not about Steven. Sung by Steven Tyler, but sung not by, about oh, Steven Tyler. somebody who thought Steven Tyler was a dude. I mean, was no. a lady. No, this is about another celebrity. All of these songs uh-huh. are about another celebrity. Okay, so okay. you got to think. It's another rocker. I will Mick give you that Jagger. much. Okay, that's a pretty good, because he and Steven Tyler have a similar yeah, yeah. got to be someone with long hair. Correct, so, yes. like Vince Neil. Yes! All right! Ah! <laughs> so, Dude Looks Like a Lady is about Motley Crue singer Vince Neil. Steven fun. Tyler once mistook him oh. for a woman after seeing the back of his head. I love it. He's such a jerk. I'd just like to point that out. Vince Neil or Steven Tyler? Vince Neil. Oh, that's too bad. I feel like we could take that. We would have really struggled with you saying yeah, that about Steven, Steven Tyler. Tyler. Oh, no, 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 Steven no, no, Tyler. no. No, I don't know. I've never met him or been in his presence. Oh, but are we about to have a name drop situation? But what happened with you and Vince? Nothing. He was just a real butthole whenever oh he was at our one of our uh, Events? concerts that we put on, the Red, White, and Blue Ball. Oh, no. Wow. We worked oh, at a no. rock okay. station. Right. And he you thought sure he was did. so great. That he wanted everyone to be cleared out from backstage oh. as he watched one of the other bands. Oh, this has happened to Because he before. doesn't want to be bothered by anyone. And we're all like, we don't care about you. We're here to watch as well. Mm. Yeah. We don't. You're all not right. that. Even other bands he wanted to leave. Like, get over yourself. Right. Such a Patterson move. Wait, Donna. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Come on. Come on. Give us more. Do you want all to right, how about the this music one? or anything? <sighs> 
No, let's just do this raw. All right. Thursday, we got all the bells and whistles during Throwback Thursday Music Trivia, which happens Thursdays at 11.30. The song You've Got a Friend by Carol King. Yes. Who does I'm, she write that for or with this celebrity in mind? James Taylor. Bonus points. If Do you have any other information about that? It was in response to... An, uh, another song that he wrote. <clears throat> right? He wrote yes. a song and she wrote a song to respond wrote, to that song. You've got a friend with benefits. And then she, she wrote, You just got a friend, buddy. Not yeah. with benefits. <laughs> Carol King uh, wrote it for James Taylor in response to his song Fire and Rain. I love To that let song. him know that he wasn't alone. Aww. Aww. That's sweet. We'll take that as a correct response. Thank you. I had once been told that that was about a pig. Getting butchered, fire and rain. Just yesterday From morning, Peter? they let me know you were gone. Suzanne, the plans they made, bacon putting an end to you. What? And I believed that for a while. Wow, you... I think it's a much deeper meaning. <laughs> Let's hope. Do you think I was duped? Was I intentionally punked? Did you? Yes. Because you're making me out today, Donna. I'm not doing anything. You're doing it all yourself. Be like <laughs> I'm just minding s- my own business over here. A little simple. That's okay. There's I think nothing you called wrong me the that. original man at one point. <laughs> Lucy. Uh, how about, ooh, okay, the song Style by Taylor Swift. Harry Styles. Okay, she got it right there. Yes! I forgot that she was in a relationship with him. Yep. When, was this recent? Five years know. ago? Oh, yeah. Well, before she wrote the song, so I don't know. What is that? Five years old? Yeah. The song Obsessed by Mariah Carey. Ooh, this is about Mariah's feud with this celebrity. Yeah. Who apparently claimed that they had dated, even though she denies it. Oh. Somebody's lying. Obsessed. Mm. All right, so someone had the hots for her in her mind, and her she's mind. like, um, yeah, no. That wasn't a thing. I'm going to say... Jay-Z. No, but Sean not Hattie extremely Combs. far off. No. Super Bowl halftime show. Justin Timberlake? No. This year's. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. Who oh, do we got? We got Snoop Dogg. We got hey, uh, Kendrick Lamar was part of it, but he wasn't a thing then. Um, oh, who else? Eminem? You got it. Oh, wow. Oh, right. Obsessed by Mariah Carey about Mariah's feud with Eminem. Ooh. He apparently claimed they had dated, even though she denies it. Hmm. Boy, Snoop Dogg, very quickly. I love him. Makes you wonder how cool it would be if he did the messaging at MSP Airport. Oh, oh my gosh. That's who they need. It'd be hey, so great. He was about to fly. Want to get high. You know, I mean, all sorts of stuff that you'd be able to do. Hollaback Girl by Gwen Stefani. Who is that about? This is another female, right? It is another female. Yes, Yes, indeed. Oh, gosh. Christina Aguilera. It is not Christina Aguilera. This other female celebrity, singer, had allegedly criticized Gwen Stefani as a cheerleader. So the song was her response. Mm -hmm. Pink. Not pink. Thing. I'm trying to think people are usually really supportive of other women in the business. So I I'm think this to... other woman has gone through some ups and downs publicly. I think she's in a better place Amanda now. Bynes? 
No. Rocker. Oh, 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 what's oh, her name? Oh, that little uh, no, sneaker. Nirvana, Nirvana. Um, yes, um, yes, yes. Uh, Hole, lead singer of Hole. Yes. Um, Courtney, Courtney. Oh my gosh, get it, Courtney. You can't. Come on. Oh my gosh, what's wrong with us? No, for a million dollars. Don't say Stodden. Courtney Love. Yes. Woo! Oh, I wow. like that. Okay. Yes, Holla Back Girl by Gwen Stefani, written about Courtney Love. I love it. Wow. Give us a couple more. Didn't know if we'd get there. Uh, all right, this one's a little bit difficult here. Stuck in a moment you can't get out of. First of all, do you know who wrote that song? It's a song by U2. Okay. This is a deep cut. Let me just tell you. It's performed as a fictional conversation about suicide between Bono and INXS singer Michael Hutchins. In excess. Hutchins. In excess. <laughs> Yes, he not, had a tragic death. Not INXS. No. Yeah, and he yeah, he died by suicide, I believe. Yes, he did. That was in 1997. That was three years uh, before the song came out. But that's what, So if you've ever heard that song, Stuck in a Moment You Can't Get Out of by U2, Bono wrote that for this just in. After? In excess. After, right? After he passed? After he passed, three oh, years after. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, heart-shaped box. Oh, by Nirvana. Kurt yeah. Cobain wrote that about? His wife. Courtney Love. About Courtney Love. You got and it. it. It's about a body part, actually. Yeah, I'm just opting not to. Okay. One more before we go. I think we're doing really well. Yeah, you are so far. So, you are. Yeah. Love Bug by the Jonas Brothers. Nick Jonas wrote that about who? Nick. This is, Nick Jonas wrote this about a celebrity... That he dated when they were teenagers. Oh, did she? Da- did he date Taylor Swift as well? No, if Joe did, Jonas a- did. Oh, Joe did. Okay. Yeah, Joe Jonas. Okay, yeah. This is Nick Joe Jonas. Jack. He wrote it about Love Bug, and they dated mm. Selena they- Gomez. Kind of close in that they both had young TV fame. Uh, Ariana. Miley Cyrus. Yes. Hannah Montana herself. Oh, boy. All right. Love Bug by the Jonas Brothers. There you go. Songs that were written by celebrities about other celebrities. Thank you. Maybe not for the audience because they're screaming at their radio. No, you guys did really well, I thought. (laughs) That was pretty pretty solid. We worked it out. That was fun. Thanks, Steve. When we return, do we want to talk about this Andy Warhol painting? Yes. That just went for so much money like set an american art auction record yes quick this is unbelievable can you guess which andy warhol painting it was uh boy if you can guess how much it went for kudos to you we'll get into it when we return donna and steve on my talk and a woman final stretch of the donna and steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment donna valentine and steve patterson along with producer don mclean hey girl thank you for helping us today it's no problem. Things come up sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. So when I say Andy Warhol to you, there's probably, you know, maybe three or four things, pieces of art that specifically come to mind, right? Campbell's Soup. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What else? Is there a self-portrait of him? Nope. 
Marilyn Monroe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very colorful silk screen kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So his iconic painting of Marilyn Monroe just sold at Christie's charity auction on Monday night. And it set a record for the most expensive piece of American art ever sold. Any guesses? Ooh, I already know the answer. I know it, and it's a mind-boggling amount of money for a painting, for art, for anything. Yeah, yeah. It sold for $195 million. That is insane. We don't know who bought it. The previous record was set. I'm going to butcher this French name. Jean-Michel Basquois. Basquet. Okay. An untitled uh, skull painting that sold for $110 million at Sotheby's in 2017. Unbelievable. Where's this person going to put it? It's a 40 by 40, if you're wondering the dimensions. Thank you. So, you know, a nice big chunk. Where do you put that? Well, first of all, you you have to have a really nice house. Otherwise, I would say you loan it out. Insure the you-know-what out of it. Is there glass covering the front of it? I hope. I I mean, I bet. Yeah, shadow box that. (laughs) Something. So it doesn't get torn. Or somebody at a dumb party at your dumb big house doesn't mm. fall into it. Right? <laughs> Some drunk rich person. Yeah. Oh my God, oh, you guys. You know, you if you're into art at all, I try to like watch all the documentaries or all the, um, like the one on Van Gogh that Willem Dafoe did. He oh. was spectacular yes. in that role. Um, there is, and I can't remember where I watched this, but Ryan Murphy's got a documentary on, uh, called the Andy Warhol diaries, which is Hmm. based on his actual diaries, you know, and he's like one of the most important artists of our time. Um, they were published two years after his death and they, the whole diary was started to keep track of business expenses and then it turned into all this personal stuff. So can't remember where I saw oh, it, but yeah. it's out there right now. I remember that. And it looks really good. I mean, I've watched like two or three episodes and I forgot to go back to it, but it looks real good. Did we hear Andy Warhol speak much while he was alive? Is there a lot of video circulating of Andy Warhol talking? Yeah. Like Studio 54. Oh, I don't know about talking. Like publicly, not so much. I don't know. Does anyone know what his voice, would you be able to recognize Andy Warhol's voice? No, but it's soft. It's quiet. He was kind of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, not reflective, although contemplative maybe is a better word. Sure. He was a kind of a guy who didn't deal with his feelings a lot, so he had kind of a problem in his relationships because of it. Hmm. But he was born in Pittsburgh, so growing up in Pittsburgh, oh, I he bet. was always talked about. And there's the Andy Warhol Museum. I saw him Museum. on the streets of New York one day. You no way, did? Really? I just I my mouth was open. I couldn't even tell the person I was with. I just felt like I was having an out of body experience. He was sitting in the window of a restaurant. Oh. And I just 
mouth agape, just... Uh, uh, oh uh, my uh, gosh, that uh, could be one of uh, the uh, most that, coolest thing that has ever happened to you. Yeah. Yeah, for did sure. You, did you go in? Did you wave? Did you say anything? No. Just look. People in New York don't do that. Do yeah. you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I bet they don't in L.A. very much either. People in New York just mind their own business and... You know, LA they got somewhere to go. Paparazzi, though, you know, there's not enough room for like the paparazzi to be out and about in New York. The streets are too crowded. They'd have enough New Yorkers like, hey, buddy, get the hell out of my way. Yeah. I'm walking. Yeah. They're going somewhere. Yeah. Everybody's in a hurry. Yeah. You know? They don't yeah. have time to stop and. Whereas, you know, in L.A., they hear who has reservations at the Ivy. Yeah. And then they just set up shop. People right. want autographs. Uh, yeah, you're right. Less of it in New York. Uh, Netflix, if you want to check out okay. the Andy Warhol Diaries. Here's um, a, or Roku. I don't know. Uh, you know, I talk about my hometown. I'm a Minnesotan now, but I would like to uh, admit that in 2016, while the Museum of Modern Art was touring the Campbell Soup Cans at the Springfield oh. Art Museum, Ooh. somebody stole seven of them. Huh. Stole? Yes, they're missing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's yes. something. The FBI is still looking for them, offering $25,000. Wow. So somebody had a key. Somebody left a door open. Here's my wow. question. It was an inside job. What do you... Oh. How... What do you do if you what have a stolen piece them? of art? You can't really you know sell it on the market. You have to sell it to somebody who's also a criminal. And who... It's Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. How embarrassing. We will, were absolutely like, oh, God. That was like, remember a few years ago when the Judy Garland red ruby slippers were missing? Yeah, that, yeah, that was Grand Rapids. From the museum up north? Yes. Right after I was there. Believe me, there's no connection. FYI. Hmm. Um, yes. Fascinating. Now I have breaking money. Do you have something more on Judy Garland? uh, Someone in our um, sales department, Sandy, said, I saw him too. I was at a play and he was with a very (gasps) young man. I was very excited. Oh, Sandy. Hi, Sandy. Thank you. This this is wild. This is is some new financial news that we are hearing. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So Tom Brady this morning, news came out that Tom Brady... When he retires, whenever that happens to be, will join Fox Sports as their lead NFL analyst. Some people had wondered if Brady would do that or if he would be more of a Michael Jordan, who the greatest player to ever play basketball and has never done any sort of color commentary, studio shows or anything like that. I think Tom Brady has seen the success of obviously Tony Romo, of the Manning brothers with their broadcast. So get this. This is mind blowing. (laughs) Boy, Tom Brady. Tom Brady has signed a 10-year contract with Fox Sports, according to the New York Post, that will go into effect whenever he decides to retire. Could be at the end of this season, next season, whenever he will be the lead analyst. He already knows he'll he'll broadcast next to Kevin Burkhart. It is a 10-year deal. Now, uh, during Brady's entire NFL career, his earnings after this season will total $333 million, which he's made during the last, whatever, 23 years. Okay. Tom Brady just signed a deal to call NFL games for the next 10 years. And according to the New York Post, he will be paid. I'm afraid. $190 million. $375 million. 
Wow. That is a $37.5 million annual average, which blows out of the water. The Troy Aikman deal. Troy just left Fox to go to Monday Night Football on ESPN and ABC. Wow. Uh, the Tony Romo deal, which had been a 10-year deal for $170 million, I believe. Oh. Tom Brady, proving that he is the GOAT, just doubled the record-setting contract. And it's whenever he wants to start. Wow. His fallback, his retirement plan is $375 million. Well. Okay. I guess I'm going to go to the soup kitchen now. <laughs> <laughs> to eat downstairs. We love you. Thank you for listening, right. everybody. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Bye.